Wyoming's Republican politicians have come out swinging against a proposal from West Virginia for a federal subsidy for Appalachian coal. Representative Liz Cheney called the idea unjust and bad economic policy. The proposal came from West Virginia Governor Jim Justice, who recently switched to the Republican Party. Our story comes from Glennis Board of the Public Media Collaboration, the Ohio Valley Resource. Come on up, Jim. Look at this guy. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice announced he'd revert back to the Republican Party during a recent Trump rally in West Virginia. During a press conference afterwards, he explained that he believes he can accomplish more as a Republican on state and national fronts. One of the big ideas he's pushing at the White House, a $4.5 billion subsidy for Appalachian coal. He says it's a matter of national security. I want our president to move forward with the possibility of creating a homeland security incentive for all Central App or Northern App coal that is purchased by our eastern power plants. Appalachian coal is the most expensive in the country at $45 to $55 per ton. Larger, easier-mined coal seams in the West sell for $12 to $30 per ton. Justice wants a $15 per ton subsidy to help eastern coal compete. His pitch to Washington is that the subsidy will bring coal jobs and secure the nation's eastern electrical grid in case terrorists attack. $4.5 billion a year is just an absolute fraction of the price to pay for security, for protection. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin and Trump's Secretary of Energy Rick Perry share Justice's concerns about coal and grid security. During a recent visit to a West Virginia power plant, Manchin pointed to a month's supply of coal stockpiled behind him. What you see laying out there is reliable, uninterruptible power. Secretary Perry says a Department of Energy study he's ordered of the nation's power grid is likely to demonstrate a substantial need for what's called baseload power generation. I don't want to be on the receiving end of that phone call that comes from a family whose grandmother has died in a house because there's no electricity. Still, many policy analysts say there's little economic justification for a coal subsidy. Western Coal Associations call Justice's subsidy idea misguided big government market manipulation. Energy policy expert Jason Bordoff served during the Obama administration on the National Security Council, where he spent a lot of time considering threats to energy security. This seems like a rather transparent effort to subsidize an industry that has been in structural decline for not only years, but decades. Bordoff points out that government stockpiles of coal and oil already exist and that the nation's rail system is integrated, interconnected, and resilient to attack. While concerns about fuel supply reliability are legitimate, picking winners by subsidizing the production in the name of national security of one fuel that is declining because of all these market forces and has a lot of environmental externalities associated with it is not a smart or cost-effective solution. Bordoff says even with a subsidy, Appalachia's coal industry isn't likely to turn around. He says time and money would be better spent building up new economies to support communities throughout the region. But justice knows coal and how dependent his state and region is on the severance taxes production creates. Before becoming governor, Justice owned about 70 coal mines in five states. Both he and Trump promised to bring coal jobs back to the region. Justice says the White House is considering his idea, but no promises have been made. That story comes to us from Glynis Board of the Public Media Collaboration, the Ohio Valley Resource.